Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome their own life's challenges and made our world better. People who have taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host. Thank you for joining me. Julie, welcome to the Lemonade Stand. I am so excited to talk to you. You have been a longtime friend and I've seen such an amazing transformation in you. And I'm just anxious to hear your story. But first, start by telling me three things about yourself. Okay. My number one philosophy is that I live in the present moment as much as possible. This is what has brought me the most happiness. If you think about it, the present moment this is where our life is, right? You are life in this moment. I am life in this moment. So thinking too much into the past takes us out of the source where the power lies. So my number one philosophy. Two, my life has been a roller coaster of up and downs. And don't get me wrong, I love roller coasters. I love amusement park rides. But sometimes those rides can make us really sick, right? So I think I'm finally learning what it takes to to thoroughly enjoy the ride instead of looking down all the time and getting sick. Going with the flow of life and the ups and downs, I can actually enjoy the ride instead of, you know, my, my body not going with the ride. But at about 10 years old, my family moved us overseas to Saudi Arabia. Three months after we moved there, the Gulf War broke out. Remember the Persian Gulf War in 1990? Yeah. Okay, so I was 10 years old. I'm already going through this culture shock, you know, yeah. and then this war breaks out. And so that wasn't so easy. And I could go on and on about that, but I won't because we're only we'll have a certain amount of time. But that was when I was 10 years old. Okay, so then 20 years old, I got married. So this was amazing, right? It was really good. I now have a family with my husband, a girl and three boys. So that was my good. And then 10 years later, at 30 years old, my husband got an eye injury. He lost his right eye in a fireworks accident. And so, and we had just started up a new business. And so that was really hard, but we got through it and he's amazing. He's my Superman. And he was able to adapt to that injury, but that was a bad thing. And about 10 years later, after that, It's my now. Now I am doing amazing. I lost about, well, I don't want to say how many pounds, but (laughs) I am so much lighter now um, than I was back in, you know, 2019. I um, feel amazing. I'm so grateful every day. My energy levels are up. I really feel enlightened. And uh, so, yeah, that's my roller coaster, you know, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Right. (laughs) So I'm hoping the trend will just stay good and maybe, you know, 10 years down the road, something bad won't happen, but it's all about belief, right? Oh, it's the power we give it, right? It's what we label it. So you can decide. Absolutely. Just the third thing about me though, that I want to tell you about. I work at the junior high as a student advocate and I absolutely love it at that age, junior high age, which is a really hard age, needed a friend and I needed you know, direction. So that's what I do. I help the kids that are struggling there, um, you know, that are failing grades or other psychological reasons. I help them out. And so I think that that helped me kind of um, 
become better as well. So I really enjoy that. So that's oh my, my third thing about me that Dang. I wanted to mention. But yeah, Great. hard thing. I don't like going into the past, but I know, this, I know you're so cute. Know, so, how do we know the yeah. difference, right? How do we know the good if we don't embrace the bad too? Oh. So. That is so true. And that's what it's all about with the lemons to lemonade. You know, it's like, we don't call it good and bad. We call it a little lemon, which lemons are fine. It's lemons what we label it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they can be used for a lot of good things and lemonade's the little sweetness that we get from the lemon. So that's why I try to use that analogy. It's like, we don't want to label stuff good and bad. Then we're just saying, so what was the lemon, you know, so exactly. a little easier. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's healthy to label things. And yeah, lemons are amazing, but yeah, my lemon is, I think, something that we've all had. And so I think that, you you know, whoever's listening to this can relate, but for years I was stuck in my mind, you know, just those repetitive self-sabotaging unkind things that we tell ourselves, Totally. especially as women, those um, repetitive, like whatever, I can't change this, you know, those psychological ideas of your identity that, play over and over. And I was just stuck in that for so many years. And it prevented me from knowing my true spirit. It's something that we can all overcome. We just need the right tools. You just need to be aware of the phrase, I am. Like, what do you put with that phrase? Like, and I do this now too, just not as often. And I can observe when I am being negative instead of identifying with that. Like, I am unattractive or I am lazy or whatever. I am unsuccessful. Um, That phrase is really powerful that I am phrase. Yeah. From, from tiny kids, we we've been programmed. If you think about it, just like by our culture and this and society and media and our family and our friends. And, you know, even if they mean well, sometimes, you know, we're not too helpful to each other, but especially as a young kid, you know, we, we get these things hammered so deeply in our subconscious minds um, and our person and our personality becomes, you know, so ingrained, sensitive, believing little girl that I was, I bought into all those lies and kind of became a sort of victim of the past um, with those repetitive I am statements and predictable patterns of negativity, you know, it's the sense of little self that we all have, the self that's an accumulation of those old and processed emotional wounds that come from, you know, hard events that we go through. And it's hard to process when you're, when you're young, right? Yep. Or in the moment too. Yeah. Yeah. We're unable to, to process thing, these things as young people. And I think that it, it's just totally normal. We don't know how. And, and a lot of the time that our authority figures, they don't, they don't know how to help us either, but we can overcome these things. That's the cool thing. And we can make our lemonade, right? Yes. So, um, but it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Absolutely. We have to be consistent Yes. with, with loving ourselves and thinking the way that helps that's my lemon, right? That was, that's been my hard thing. And I think that's universal really is like, and it's a lifelong process too, right? It's not just all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, you go through this and all of a sudden you're awakened one day and then it's over, but that's the beauty about life. I think is as those hard things keep coming, 
then we can know, okay, this is not what I want. And then comes the clarity. Do you find as you open up about um, your self-talk that other people can totally relate with what you're saying? Do you find out how you are so not alone in how you felt about yourself? Absolutely. And I think, you know, you have to be vulnerable to open up to people, but that's okay. It's okay. Because really in the reality of life is we're not separate. Like we're all one. And so why close off? Let's be open and and help each other. Love that. I bought this bamboo plant the other day. So it made me think of this analogy that I heard once that I thought I'd share here. So imagine a bamboo flute, okay? You are this bamboo flute. And what makes the bamboo flute is the space inside, right? The hollowness inside the shaft of this flute. So your body is the form of the flute, but really we are 99% space inside, right? So this is what we really are. Things seem really like solid and like unpenetrable in this in this reality, but it's really not. We're this space. So um, about this flute, this is where our spirits reside, okay? So can you imagine that every thought, form, and every emotion, and every event that was happened to us in our life, we have identified with, okay? That thought, that emotion, that event, and just kind of clung onto it, okay? So those thought forms are are things, right? And we've held on to them. Think of every thought, emotion, or event as a little pebble, okay? These events happen. Sometimes those events are very unconscious or hurtful events. Um, So each pebble gets put into this bamboo flute. And as life goes along, it would like to play this beautiful music, but just can't because we are so full of these pebbles Um, that are thoughts, emotions, and events that we cling on to, that we believe we are. So we misidentify our life circumstances as this is who I am, right? Well, they're not who you are. Space is who you are. You are your spirit. You're not these things. This journey that I've taken, I've started, you know, taking these pebbles out of my flute. (laughs) And that space is my presence that's my authenticity. It's my true self. It's my spirit. And when we get these pebbles out of our flutes, such beautiful music can be played. And that's what I've experienced um, the last couple of years. Don't think you are your mind. You're not your mind. Love that. Great reminder. Yeah. We think that we thought it, so it must be true and it must be who we are. Exactly. Yeah. And even those awesome things, like the major successes we have, that's not us either, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because either our egos can be really hurt or they can be like blown up, like, oh, I, I did this big thing and that's not you either. Goes both ways. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're interested in knowing how to do that, I'm, really, it's this this meditation process that I've done. I started meditating regularly in um, like November of 2019. So that's when I started this new job with junior high students. And I started feeling anxious. 
because I hadn't worked outside the home in 16 years because I dedicated my life to my babies, right? So I was like, okay, I've got to do something about this anxiety and I'm naturally anxious. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to go and I'm going to breathe. And so that's when I started and I could notice that my mind was slowing down. Um, I was getting more energy and just it kind of fell away. So yeah, it didn't, I didn't do it. It just like, I became undone, if that makes sense. Oh. As I consistently just sat my butt down and breathed and quieted my mind, um, I just kind of transitioned from into more presence, if that makes sense. It's the most beautiful thing. Please meditate. <laughs> okay. It's amazing. That's what this life force. It's amazing. But how did you decide that that would be your thing that you would do? Only until I started, um, doing it consistently because I had to do something about this anxiety I was feeling at work. Okay. Yeah. I sat down and I started just breathing and um, yeah, that life force just came stronger and stronger into my life. So um, I wasn't about to give that up because I was seeing a whole bunch of benefits in the way I felt physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And so I was like, there's really something to this. So I started looking and learning more and reading about it after that. Something that we all are, I think that we just aren't in touch with our spirit. And so, yeah, it's just helped me to, to, to know who I am. <laughs> like I'm not this or I'm not that. I'm just, I just am. I'm life. And we all are life. And it's made me realize like we're all connected and yes. in love more deeply than I ever have. So yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, that is so great. Like you said, everybody should do this. I think that's a really great way to live. You should meditate because um, it gets you in touch with your heart, you know, instead of your mind so much. Uh, There's so much, you know, mental clutter that that weighs down people. We need to get out of our mind so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bring yourself into the frequency of your highest good, not not your, uh, you know, I am... I suck or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That is not a good thought to be thinking. I always think that though. Some of, some of the times we do and it's okay. Um, I think the some key, of the times we suck. So you're saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the times we do. Right. And it doesn't go away I mean, it'll get lighter as you, as you can sit down and observe, but that's the thing is just to observe your thoughts. So you go to work and something bad happens or you, you react in a certain bad way or you're with your family and one of your family members says something mean, which they do a lot. Um, you can just observe that and, um, or you, you know, your own thoughts. And that's what meditation helps with is just in daily life, you're more less prone to react. Your mind is quieter. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's the power your mind gives it. So you can have an experience and it can be just an experience. That's it. And then your mind decides, oh, I'm going to freak out about this, or this is scary. This is bad. This is good. You know, and it was just an experience. So I love that you pointed that out. And with meditation, you can have that pause to think, I'm not going to give it that power or that label or that name. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not so rigid in your mind. Okay. So your lemonade has been more this transformation of your mind through meditation. Yes. Yeah. And that's the, that has been the root of it really just, I'm more 
drawn to nature now than I ever been. I just want to go and sit in the woods (laughs) and hug trees. (laughs) I'm becoming a hippie, but you know, there is really something to say uh, about all of that because it puts you in a state of gratitude. That's, that's the key. That's it. That's what it comes down to, right? Yes. And gratitude is the highest vibration. And so if you can just you can wake up and you can say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Seven times. And it puts you into a mode for your day, which right when you wake up and then sit down and meditate and um, it increases your energy throughout the day. And then you can be better to yourself and you can be better to others. And I don't pretend to have this all perfect. I mean, no, and I wouldn't say that. And that's, that's, what's been fun to watch you. Cause I've known you for years and to watch you change over the past year, like everybody, especially during COVID and the pandemic and what we're dealing with, you know, everybody's been, it's almost been the worst of them. You know, it's been harder on people. And I see you just flourishing and you're just so grounded. You're so positive. You just have such light. You just are more easygoing. And like you said, you've lost the weight and you just are more grateful and you find the good in things. And it's just been amazing to watch you and not that you were bad before, but just to see you take it to this better level. It's just been incredible to watch. It's so inspiring. And so that's why I was dying to talk to you. Be like, what is your secret? What are you doing? Well, thank you so much. That's very humbling. Yeah. I really kind of embraced the, the belief that everything is happening for me. You know, even this pandemic, I started, you know, kind of meditating and waking up to my own spirit before this happened, before it happened. In fact, it was just a few months before it happened. I was like, okay, this is happening for me. I'm being protected here. But anyway, you can look at it however you want in your own personal life. But I believe that whatever you believe in has your highest good in mind, you know, it's all happening for you, whether it's a struggle or not to help you wake up to who you really are. And you're not this or that you are an amazing spirit that has potential. And it's just a, such a beautiful life, whatever's going on. Uh, I love that concept that's happening for you. I think that's great. So what other little Meditation tips do you have? What can you give us a little sneak peek of what is working for you? I love the gratitude. And you said, get up seven times and say, thank you. I love that. And then understand that things are happening for you. Love that. So what else? I just want, I want more. (laughs) What else you got? I think before you go to sleep is really important too, right? Okay. Okay. As you're falling asleep, your subconscious mind is still in full force. And so don't ever go to bed with thinking, something negative because that stays with you for eight hours or however long you're sleeping oh, and then wow. you wake up with that same that same thought except like increased in your subconscious mind oh wow <laughs> I've learned about um as far as meditation goes I'm learning so much I mean there's so many different ways that you can but I keep it simple I just put on um it's 432 hertz meditation music you can find it on you know youtube or anything but it's the frequency of nature they say so it just you know kind of puts you in that the same vibration or frequency of 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 goodness i should say here like my force but um so that's what i do just keep it simple and breathe and quiet your mind and if your mind comes which it will it's just like your heart beating your mind's gonna think and 
you can't stop it. So just observe it and then you can come become more familiar with how your mind works. I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? Don't try to stop thinking, just go, okay, I'm thinking that. And the more you do it, the more familiar you become with that part of your egoic self and you can let that go easier as you become more familiar. But don't resist your thinking in your mind if you sit down to meditate because that's productive. Okay. (laughs) You just keep breathing and okay hey you know I had that thought and it's here and it's gone just like anything else that's a form like I was saying that's something I didn't understand is that our thoughts are forms and they change is your body the same now as it was as a toddler no it's it's not the same as it was six weeks ago right (laughs) you're not your body you're not your thoughts and so um just like the clouds come and go or storms come and go they're here and then they're gone. So why resist it? It's like, it is what it is in that moment as you're thinking. And so, and you know, it'll pass. So just let it go and don't try to hold on to it, you know, cause that's where the pain comes in. Oh, I like that. Good tip. Okay. You know how I talked about being in presence? Yeah. Like that's where life, this is where life is. So do all of your action with passion in the presence of yourself. So you know, whatever you're doing, do it with passion. I think that that's like the key mm. to living your highest life, whether that's like taking a shower, just be like, ah, oh, I'm so thankful for my body and your shower or whatever, or driving to work, you know, instead of being like, oh, that guy in front of me that's going slow sucks. <laughs> just be like, I love my car, you know, like it can stop and, you know, it goes fast or whatever, just to get you in that vibration of gratitude just be aware of like your thoughts and throughout the day and be passionate. Don't be stressed out or annoyed. (laughs) Just just live your life in passion. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah. Find your, your happiness from within and not from the external, not what people say. Just know that you are amazing when you're not so identified with things. This is great stuff. I love this. This is some good tips and, and ways to just live a little more elevated life and to watch what it's done for you just inspires me to be like, it's almost that like, what's her secret? You know, what's she do that makes you, and it, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because I knew you've been doing something and um, I appreciate your willingness to share all that you're learning. And I appreciate that more than you know. So thank you for that. Um, and just keep it up, you know, keep doing what you're doing. It's working and keep being vocal about it. That's the big key. I think I've appreciated that you're okay to share your process and your progress. And I think that's been really inspiring to others as well. Thank you. I don't know if you've seen the movie. Yes, man with Jim Carrey, (laughs) but he is an older movie. That's an older movie, right? Yeah. No, to say yes to everything. So that made me think of that, like try to get out of your comfort zone and say yes to at least three challenging things a week. So I I did not want to do this when you first asked me, I was like, no, (laughs) but the thing is is that there's some power in just letting go. So I want to share that with others. And I found real, uh, a powerful force. That's not me you know, as I've sat and meditated and helps you realize what your fears are, what your reservations are. And then you can kind of get over that. You can kind of go, well, that's silly. Or why am I giving it all that power? But I think it's that fear that we 
hear those mean voices in our head. We hear stuff that stops us from wanting to be our best and share with other people what we know. And so I have to talk to people about being able to share their story as well. Just like, you know what, you've got this and you're going to have some reservations about it and that's okay. That's normal. But that even means that you need to share it more. Yeah. Those things that we have most resistance to, those are the things that we need to become more conscious of. Yeah, I agree. You're great. I just love you, Heidi. And I I love how you put yourself out there. So just so often. And yeah, I just really, really feel grateful for you reaching out to me because I have wanted to share this. I'm like, how do I talk to people without sounding like a big hippie or (laughs) because I have my spiritual beliefs, but it has changed how I've prayed. And it's just less of, oh, how do I get over this? And more like, I'm so thankful, you know? Right. So that's a good reminder to go back to the basics like that. Increase your gratitude. However, you're going to do that. That That is a great tip and one that we should keep with us at all times. Like just focus on gratitude and the tips you gave of the other things to be able to do that were really enlightening, really great things that are doable. I put a reminder in my phone, you know, sometimes of just like stop for a minute, believe, receive, you know, and so I'll, I'll do that, you know, and it, it chimes, you know, once a day and I just thought, oh yeah, I need to do that right now. And so whatever works for you that you find to help you get centered. And so I love the advice you gave of, of some new ideas that I didn't know. So that was yes. good. And I'm going to, I'm going to watch my, I am statements. I love that you brought that up. So that's a really good way to live, to watch what you say after the words I am. And so if you're consistent, you know, just sitting your butt down and being more aware you're thinking, then it becomes easier as you're going throughout your day, if that makes sense. Um, It's just like any other exercise. If you're, if you're quieting your mind, the quieter it's going to become just like if you're exercising a muscle, the stronger it's going to become. So really, I think that's the key is the consistency, whatever tools we can use to be more consistent. That's totally what we need to do, what we need to focus on. I don't know if, if you're familiar with the chakra system. So yeah, that's something that I've learned a little bit more about um, too, but um, your, there's your throat chakra, right? And that's my weakest chakra, I guess. It's like speaking and it's where your power lies. I think that's definitely a belief system that I need to work on is I am, you know, not as, is great with speaking, you know, that's another I am statement, but, um, yeah, as I go out of my comfort zone, I've become stronger in that area. And, and it's so funny that you say that because I wouldn't have thought that about you. I don't see that in you so hard on yourself because you really yeah. are doing more yeah. than you probably think you are like, yes, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak up. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That's great. Okay. The negative things that you think about yourself, if someone else thinks negatively about yourself, it's just like, it's that same thing. It's just those thoughts that aren't real. When somebody thinks negative of you, it's a yes. thought that's not real. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Especially because it's an outside perspective. And so I think sometimes we hold ourselves back because we, of what we think other people will think of us. And mm-hmm. it's okay. I mean, if somebody thinks, well, they're this way or that way, that's not so positive, you right. know, just their thought and it's not necessarily real. So I actually made the mistake of saying that just yesterday I was telling my daughter, I'm like, well, everybody thinks I'm like this. And she's like, really? How do you know what they think? Have they actually said that to you? 
And I was like, oh, well, I think they think I'm like, this. <laughs> she totally busted me because I'm trying to make this statement and feel sorry for myself. Well, everybody thinks I'm this person. She's like, no, they don't. <laughs> said, what a good daughter. She put you in your place. She totally called me out. I was like, wow. Okay. That's true. But that's true. And so why do we say that? Why do we make comments like that? Well, everybody thinks this. No, you don't know what people think. No what people say, and sometimes even what people say isn't what they think. <laughs> so it's okay. We don't, we don't know what we think. Yeah. Not conscious yeah. Yeah. of what we're thinking. So how the heck would we know what other people? It is. And we got to stop living our lives for what we think other people will think. So Absolutely. we'll be a lot happier that way. Yeah. And not be so just holding on to these beliefs that are painful never know what somebody's like I mean once you realize okay I am this amazing space and the spirit inside of me and so is that person over there we're the same this way we have just been programmed to believe that we are this way so how could you put a label on this person that you work with or that you live with or something just because you live with them and you feel like you know them does that doesn't make them that yeah it's very um, limiting <laughs> for yeah. your for your own knowledge. What what would you be able to learn from that person if you didn't put that limit on them or yourself? And that's what's most important, I guess. It's what can you learn? Of, what can be freed up as you take off those labels from yourself and from other people? Mm. So that's another thing: is don't label people. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point because we tend to label people and put limits on them. And we also put expectations at the same time. And that just causes us nothing but heartache and problems. For sure. Things are the way they are and we don't want them to be the way they are. And so we're resisting it. And then that adds to our pain. And, but that's something we're totally in control of. Why do we do that as humans? And just resist what is whether that's how another person is acting or whether that's the weather or the rain or the snow or whatever like it is what it is so why don't you just enjoy it perfectly said it is what it is just enjoy it it's so simple but it's so hard but i love that i think i want to make a sign that says that to remember that because <laughs> i do have one that says it is what it is but it's enjoy it that's that's the key find the good be grateful absolutely i mean that's Freaking hard though, when you're in pain though, right? It's where meditation comes in to clear your mind. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can, if you are in pain, you know, if you're feeling de- depressed or if it, even if it's like physical pain or something, I found as I, I sit down and I just observe it, then it's still painful, but that the mental pain subsides, you know? And so it can be something that I can learn from in that moment instead of being just too intense to, to handle and being stuck, stuck in the pain. Like John Lennon, you know, the song, let it be that came on the radio the other day. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is where it's at. So go listen to that song. (laughs) That's great. I love it. It's in my head right now. As you say that I can hear it. I love it. (laughs) That's so great. And, and then let it be and just accept people for who they are and where they're at and just love people. Yeah. And surrender to your life, whatever that comes, whether that's the coronavirus, whether you lose your, your job or whatever, it is what it is in this moment. So you could handle things better as you are surrendering and letting things be as they are Mm -hmm. instead of resisting. And that just adds stress and it makes it so you're unhealthy and 
your immune system goes down in stressful situations and just let it go in your loved. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for your advice today. I appreciate your elevated state. I just love it. So I love your light. I love your example. So thank you. I feel the same about you, Heidi. Thank you for this opportunity. It's really, it's really amazing to be able to speak out. Don't you know things will change? Things will go your way if you You're still here? Well, then click on the next episode to get more lemonade. Oh,